are listening to Young Life Interrupted, a podcast dedicated to 20 to 40-something caregivers. I'm your host, Adrian Glussman, change maker and professional speaker on the topic of millennial caregiving and a former caregiver to my mom who battled multiple system atrophy. I'm a former corporate gal turned entrepreneur with a passion for filling a huge need I saw during my 10-year care journey that finding your tribe and connecting with them regularly is essential, and that resources exist for caregivers, but not tailored specifically to young ones. I help young caregivers find community and connection to support them through every step of their care journey. Now, I'm ready to share stories, insights, and tips with you here week after week. Caregiving at our age is your unfair advantage. So if you're looking for support, you're in the right place. Let's kickstart today's episode. Do you ever feel like you're missing out on life as a young caregiver? Do you feel like no other friends are going through what you are and that you have a solid lack of support? That you don't have a future in dating or starting your own family? Maybe a hard time maintaining personal and social relationships with others? Or maybe you're experiencing disappearing career opportunities because of having to prioritize someone else's health? Or social isolation because you have no one in your inner circle who truly understands resentment against God, the universe, whatever you believe in, or maybe other family members for the role you've had to take on. And literally no time for yourself to get ahead educationally or financially or just decompress. Do you ever just feel like your young life has been interrupted? Now, I bet you said yes to one, two, or let's be real, all of the things I just mentioned and have been questioning for years. Is there anybody like me out there? Well, guess what? Just know there is and you are not alone. Why aren't you alone? Well, because the sentiments I just expressed are not mine, though I 100% relate to every single one of them. They're the words taken directly from other young caregivers in my Facebook group when I posed the question, what do you think are the greatest challenges facing young caregivers? By engaging with lots of young caregivers over the past few years, the number one common theme I hear is that they feel isolated because no one their age or friends in their circle really get them. It's as if they're the black sheep who feels alienated from the world because they got dealt this hand of cards that the majority of those their age haven't, and the payoff is not a jackpot. Now, I'll bet when you were young, never in a million years did you think you'd be spending your 20s, 30s, or even your early 40s caregiving. I know I sure didn't, and I bet you can name maybe one or two people close to you who have lost a very close loved one. But did they care for them? Probably not. The reality is I know only two other people 
who are long-term caregivers. I'm talking like being involved in the day-to-day primary caregiver type of person. For the purpose of sharing one of these stories, I am going to call her Jay. So Jay and I met in college at the University of Florida. We were both PR majors, but at the time we had no idea we would form a bond later in life that would be so unique, even living miles apart. Since Social media, let's be honest, is really just a place for people's highlight reels. Why would either of us have ever posted about our caregiving journeys? But one day, I took the leap and decided, you know what? It's time to put out to the world this journey that I'd been hiding for years. So I posted on Facebook the Wall Street Journal article my mom and I were featured in. Jay and I were friends on Facebook, but we hadn't spoken in 15 years since graduating college. And not long after that post went up, I got a Facebook message from Jay. And preparing to record this podcast episode, I intentionally scrolled back to the very beginning of that message so I could pull what she said word for word to share with you. So here's what Jay said. I just read the article you posted and I wanted to reach out. It really hit me in my heart. I've been the primary caregiver for my dad since I was 28. On top of that, I took over responsibility as the primary caregiver for my grandfather after my uncle got very sick. All of this fell on me despite the fact that I have a sister and that it was my maternal grandfather with my mom still in the picture. Like you, I'm single with no kids or a house or any of the other milestones that allegedly make you an adult or fulfilled or whatever else and have stayed in this job for 10 years because it allows me the flexibility to just leave for a week at a time and or work remotely. But also pays significantly less than working in a private practice. I wish I knew you were going through this nearly as long as I have because we could have reconnected about it much sooner and been able to support each other. It can be a very solitary existence that you can't really explain to someone who hasn't dealt with the same issues. I responded, wow, Yes, I truly wish I would have known this about each other after all those years. I've just now started connecting to other caregivers via Facebook groups and would 100% love to chat. I was so blown away that someone that I knew, no, she wasn't in my inner circle, but someone that I knew from college had been going through almost a parallel journey as me, except for her dad and I was caring with my mom. Unbelievable. That message was almost a year to the date three years ago when Jay and I had already been on our journeys for 10 years. But despite the lapse of time, we were still able to support each other through the ups and downs that the next three years would bring. Jay's dad passed away a few months after my mom in 2020. But I know that we will always have an underlying bond that will never be broken, nor can most, with the exception of you, even begin to understand. So the purpose of sharing my story about Jay was 
just to show that I had never, if I had never been vulnerable enough to expose this unsexy antithesis of a social media highlight reel, Jay and I would have never reconnected. And it's not just Jay. I've had various young caregivers reach out to me almost as if this weight had been lifted off their shoulders upon finding my Instagram account. In fact, I'd love to share a few of those messages, again, emphasizing this common theme of loneliness and isolation that we as young caregivers feel all too well throughout our care journey. So one young caregiver wrote, I was scrolling through Instagram and came across your page. I'm at a loss for words. Took me a moment to gather my thoughts and stop myself from crying. Another one wrote, I'm so thankful to have come across your page. In the midst of all of this, stumbling across your page was like a miracle. You showed me a side of how I was feeling and woke me up from what I thought was a nightmare to now know that I'm not alone. And I think one of the ones that hit me the hardest was actually the first direct message I ever received from a young caregiver on Instagram. She wrote, hi there, this is the first time in my life I have ever felt compelled to message a stranger on Instagram about their account, but I am so happy I found it. Each of your posts resonates with me more than the last, and I just felt so compelled to thank you. You have truly made me feel less alone. Do you recall that moment when you made a connection with another young caregiver that made your world shift a little bit for the better? I remember after coming out of the caregiver closet, more on that in episode one, if you didn't already hear that story, I finally said to myself, well, why not Google young caregiver or millennial caregiver or whatever it was that I actually searched? I remember the first thing that pulled up was an article from Cosmopolitan magazine about a young caregiver who was trying to find the balance in caring for her dad long distance from New York City to LA. She was my age, living in the same city, and going through pretty much the exact same thing I was. Holy crap, I thought to myself. So this isn't just me? I was able to get to know Jennifer, her name is, a bit better from her Facebook group and actually had the privilege of meeting her in person in 2019 as we both attended the National Caregiver Conference in Chicago. Talk about surreal. It was as if I just met like a long lost friend or pen pal or reunited with a family member that I had never met before. It was so surreal being in person with her and a few other young caregivers. That was definitely a first for me and something I will always cherish and never forget. So my next step was getting into Jennifer's Facebook group for young caregivers. Now, when I finally got accepted into this Facebook group and started diving in, the only visual I can use to truly describe what I was feeling is that emoji with their brain exploding, because yes, my mind was absolutely blown. That night, I went down a rabbit hole of reading all of the previous posts in the group, 
and couldn't believe I now actually belong to a community, albeit an online one, where people were expressing these same sentiments as me. Some with similar journeys, some were different, but we were all just bound by this common thread. Here we were in our 20s and 30s in the thick of one of the hardest chapters of our lives. Now, I won't lie, I definitely creeped for a while in the group, but eventually got up the nerve to begin posting, to begin sharing my story with them, to begin venting and asking questions and asking for support. It was this new tribe of friends that I never thought that I'd have. And thank God I found this group because in any caregiver support group I tried to find in person, I just never felt like it was the right fit. And I'm sure you feel the same way. I was always the youngest, and though as caregivers, we do have a common bond, there were other caregivers in the group at very, very different stages of their lives. As Jay said, it can be a very solitary existence that you can't really explain to someone who hasn't dealt with the same issues, or as I like to say, who hasn't walked the walk. Now, don't get me wrong. I was surrounded by incredible friends that I still have to this day, but I still felt so incredibly alone. And I actually feel like I'm one of the fortunate ones as I have heard countless stories from other young caregivers about losing friendships. I'm talking lifelong friendships because the responsibilities of caregiving just don't fit into other people's lifestyles. Not only was the loneliness hard, it was really tough for me to watch everyone around me start moving through the pivotal life milestones that come at this stage of life. They were getting married and buying their first house, starting to have kids, and here I was feeling like I was just standing in place, or better yet, just trying to keep my head above water on the daily. Remember that quote from, I don't know if it's Finding Nemo or Finding Dory that says, just keep swimming? Yep, that's how I felt. Even though I had so much in common with my friends, in the thick of caregiving, I also felt myself pulling further away from them in some ways because for the first time, I wasn't on the same level, the same playing field, and I would always think, why me? Why can't I have these things too? But I can honestly say having that young caregiver support group absolutely saved me. Knowing that I wasn't alone saved me. Knowing I had a place to turn to when I was feeling at my very lowest saved me. Because even though I couldn't reach out and touch the people in the Facebook group, I couldn't sit with them over coffee or meet up with them for a couple drinks or even know what they looked like or what their voice sounded like. Their words were like the blanket of warm comfort and reassurance that everything would be okay. So whether this is the first time you're hearing from a young caregiver or perhaps you know there are others out there but you haven't connected with them, Trust me when I say you need to make it a priority. But we need so much more. 
we need more ways to connect with each other, more ways to feel in community and supported, and more ways to put a face to a name. That's what motivated me to start my Facebook group for young caregivers and why I started hosting bi-monthly support chats inside of the group. Because I know there are others like you out there. And actually engaging with each other is a world of difference. It's why I'm extremely motivated to do even more for you just one step at a time. So today, my challenge for you is find a community of young caregivers and one, introduce yourself by sharing a bit of your story and two, comment with support on a few of the posts if they resonate with you and you feel like you can lend a helping hand. And if you haven't found a community of young caregivers yet, I would absolutely love to welcome you with open arms to my Facebook group, Young Life Interrupted. The link is in the show notes. And when you get there, let me know that you heard this podcast episode. It's okay to live a life others do not understand. That's why you have us. Lonely is not being alone. It's the feeling that no one cares. But I hope you know that your season of loneliness is coming to a close. So please, if you don't do anything else this week, reach out, connect, and join in community with others who will get you like no one else can. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Young Life Interrupted. Be sure to subscribe to the show, and while you are there, leave a rating and review. I read each and every one and love hearing from you. And if you're ready to connect with your tribe of fellow young caregivers who can do for you what friends and family just can't and fully get what you're going through, come join us over in the Young Life Interrupted group on Facebook. See you here again next week. Until then, keep finding those silver linings and celebrate the small wins.